You're listening to Speak Lord. I'm Ryan Rogers. This episode has two parts, and you're listening to part one. I intended for it to be one episode, but as I got talking, I just kept talking and talking, and it got longer. And so I've divided this into two parts. This is part one of You Are Called by God. You are called by God. You're called to be with him. You're called to go out for him on mission. The book of Romans is all about the gospel. In this book, Paul goes into detail to help us understand what gospel means. In all of his letters, he begins with an introduction, and this one's seven verses long. It's expanded because he wants to include an emphasis on the gospel and even in the introduction to give an outline of the main points in the gospel. So here's Romans chapter 1, verse 1 through 7. Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets and the holy scriptures concerning his son, who was descended from David according to the flesh and was declared to be the Son of God in power according to the spirit of holiness by his resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord, through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name among all the nations, including you who are called to belong to Jesus Christ, to all those in Rome who are loved by God and called to be saints. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I've given a lot of thought to these words of greeting in the book of Romans. When I was on my recent sabbatical, I took photocopies of the book of Romans and worked on memorizing it. So I have the first several chapters in my mind. And I've been reminded that memorizing things is really hard, but also that when you memorize it, it gets into you differently. So right now, the teachings in Romans are exploding in meaning for me. You know, I've repeated it over and over, and then you see meaning in it that you didn't see before. And one of the places that I find a lot of meaning is verse 5. I see it as a compact summary of the entire book, And it includes four elements of the gospel. And each of these elements is a main theme of the teaching in the rest of the book. So back to verse 5, it says, Through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name among all the nations. And I see in that, like I said, four elements, two of them that we receive in the gospel and two of them that are results of the gospel. The verse begins with, through whom, talking about Jesus, so we get all of this from Jesus, through whom we have received grace and apostleship. So two of the elements that we receive in the gospel are grace and apostleship. Grace, that's a big deal in the book of Romans. It is a big deal in our lives. This is a main element we think of when we think of the gospel. We're sinners. God is a God of grace. He forgives our sin. He cleanses us. He makes us pure. So grace is a main thing we receive in the gospel. 
but we also receive apostleship through whom we have received grace and apostleship. And that's the one I'm going to focus on right now in this episode. But first I'm going to bring up number three and four. So through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith. So one of the results of the gospel is the obedience of faith. And I love that phrase because we often think of obedience and faith as two very different things. Faith features in a big way in the book of Romans. It's a big part of the gospel and obedience is too. Obedience is something we do in faith. They're not fighting against each other. So one of the results of the gospel is that we live in the obedience of faith. It says we receive grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith. That's what is expected to flow out of receiving grace and receiving apostleship. And then it says, for the sake of his name among all the nations. So this grand result of the gospel is God is glorified. His name is lifted up among all the nations. So there's a quick unpacking of this concentrated meaning I find in verse 5. There's four things. We receive grace, we receive apostleship, it results in the obedience of faith and God being glorified among the nations. But it's the apostleship piece that I'm thinking about today and I'm sharing because this speaks to me and I also believe that there are just so many people who are living as Christians without a sense of calling. They're seeking after grace, they're trying to live in that obedience of faith and they're seeking to give God glory but they might not even believe that God has called them to anything. So I'm going to zoom in on that word apostleship, and I just want you to know God has a calling on your life. He has a calling for your day. He has assignments for you. Being called by God is part of the gospel. Apostleship is one of those main things we receive from Christ. And since the gospel is for everyone, Calling is for everyone. It's not just for those with visible public ministries. It's not just for those who get paid to work for the church. You are called by God. And the things in your past don't disqualify you from the calling. The weaknesses that you are currently experiencing, they don't disqualify you from the calling because the calling is part of the gospel. We don't earn gospel. We receive it. By emphasizing apostleship, I'm not putting down grace. We need grace. But the gospel is not just forgiveness. It's also employment. He cleanses us and washes us and changes us, and then he sends us out on mission for him. I just had a phone call yesterday with a good friend, and it was a blessed phone call. I could feel the Holy Spirit using our conversation to help each other. And my friend was telling me about a sense of calling he had that he had not stepped into. And as we talked, we both realized that he needs to step into that. God has opened that door and made clear that this is a calling on his life. It's a calling that would use his specific experience and specific skills to do a good work. And as we talked about it, it was just so obvious that if God is calling towards that, he's going to also equip for that. So why are we not stepping into our calling? And it might be a daunting thing. Like we think that calling is some big 
singular mission of our life. And we can't really step into it until we've boiled it down into a punchy mission statement and we have clarity around it. And I think there are callings like that, callings that might be bigger than career and life seasons. And that is the specific way we are called to serve God throughout our lifetime. I think callings work that way. But I also believe there are seasonal callings and daily assignments that we often miss because we just don't live with a conviction that we are called by God. But you are. It's part of the gospel. For from Christ we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name among all the nations, including you, who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. How is God speaking to you? Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. Well, thank you so much for listening to Speak, Lord. And as always, you can find all of our episodes by searching for Speak, Lord, wherever you get podcasts. And you can find more from me at Pastor Ryan Rogers dot com.